Conrad, a working mom of a toddler and an elementary school kid. And I'm Claire, the mom of two boys who are also in elementary school, and I also work full-time. We're two friends in the middle of the country, in the middle of parenting, in the middle of our careers, and in the middle of just about everything. Hi guys, welcome to the middle of everything. Say hi, Sarah. Hello. <laughs> we're here. It is the week before Mother's Day. So um, we're going to spend a little bit of time today. Uh, we've previously, um, you can listen back to one of our earlier episodes where we talk about our own, I think, Mother's Day traditions, mm -hmm. and in particular, Mother's Day Eve, which is one of my favorites. But here, we're actually going to blow it up and look like, like take a macro view of the situation, um, because I think it's super interesting. I'm a nerd about this kind of stuff, and I just like to know where things come from. So totally. we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Mother's Day, why it exists where it came from, how other people celebrate it. First, maybe just a quick catch up. What's what's new with you, sister? Yeah. So we're just having kind of a mega lazy weekend. There was a point yesterday afternoon where everyone in my house was asleep for about an hour, <laughs> even my seven-year-old, which is highly unusual for him to take a nap. But we had one of those weeks where we were just going all week long. We had nighttime events. I think multiple nights during the week and we were just all worn out. So we were lazy all day, slept all day. And last night, in fact, I don't think my three-year-old got out of his pajamas all day. That was partially just him being stubborn and refusing to get dressed, but it was just that kind of Saturday for us. So uh, last night we were going through, you know, the kids wanted to do a movie night and we started digging, we were digging through a drawer for some reason and found a bunch of DVDs that we had sort of forgotten that we had. And in those were the whole trilogy of Toy Story movies. And we knew the fourth one is coming out this summer and the kids have seen the first one, but we were like, well... What, let's watch these. This is different. You know, they're kind of burned through Netflix and everything on it this winter, I feel like. So, so we stayed up. Have you seen all three of these? Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Apparently, I had not seen anything past the first one because I – or if, it, if I saw the second one, it was so long ago, I had little to no recollection of watching it. So sure. I sat up and watched the second one and – I was really tired, so went to bed. The kids were not tired because they had taken this late afternoon nap. So Grant decided to stay up with them and watch the third one, which, again, I apparently I haven't seen because I remember nothing about this one, except I remember just hearing about it that it's, you know, kind of the one where the kid grows up, right? So I go to bed, get up this morning, and my husband pulls me to the side and is like, oh my God, just be so glad you didn't sit up and watch that with us. Because he, he said... I bawled my eyes out. Like, this is him. He, he does not Grant cry. Yes. Grant oh bawled goodness. his eyes out at the end of this movie. That. And I'm, you know, typically I'm the one who gets made fun of for, like, crying constantly during, like, any kind of movie with a, oh, you know, totally. especially ones like that where it's about a kid growing up. Because even during the second one, when the girl doll was having her memory about her girl growing up and leaving her under the bed, I was sobbing and had to leave the room. Then, you know, apparently this third one is just all out kid growing up, leaving his toys behind. And <laughs> he said he just completely lost it and like tears streaming down his face <laughs> at the end of this movie. And he's like, just be glad you weren't there because it was horrible. So I'm oh just like, 
Yeah, I just thought, oh, man. So I don't know if I'll ever go back and watch that one. And I don't know what the fourth one is supposed to be about because I feel like that kind of wraps that story up. So I don't know. But anyway, that was our <laughs> that was our night last night. Toy Story and apparently my husband sobbing. And he said, he said my seven-year-old just kind of looked at him like, I've never seen you do this before. You know, <laughs> like yeah. he didn't quite know what to do. So you are not actually the first person. Like I, I saw it and I remember having a really – stupid ugly cry reaction yeah but also that's not like like you said that's not unusual for me right I the running joke in our family is um my in-laws put on secondhand lions because they thought it was like a great feel-good movie Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I don't know that one but Mm -mm. major spoiler alert coming it's about like two it's an old buddy comedy Mm -hmm. kind of except for that like they're getting old and decide that they don't want to die naturally, so they just fly their plane into the side of a barn. Like, oh god, take care of that. That's horrible. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, but it's but like at the end, like everyone like felt very satisfied, like around me, like they took care of it themselves. They went out the way they wanted to go out. Like they were feeling very good about the whole thing, and I'm just like, like cannot breathe, like heaving <laughs> in the side of the, in the room. So, so I say that to say, like I agree that I also seem to have deeper than most reactions but I will but I think Toy Story 3 is universally by all parents acknowledged as redonkulously hard to watch yeah so if you're listening to this and you've seen it and you didn't cry number one (laughs) write and tell us and then number two be sure to include where you left your soul because I don't like it is that it's that level yeah so I I don't completely relate I don't know if maybe I should watch it by myself just to like numb it numb myself a little bit in case the fourth one has like a callback I don't know I just was like yeah I'm real glad I didn't stay up because I was tired and that would have been a bad cry yeah and I guess maybe I haven't seen the fourth one either it's um, it's not out yet it's coming out this summer okay okay yeah and you said had I seen them all like I I agree like I thought it kind of ended after three right so I was listening to another podcast like a um, pop culture one where they were kind of saying I think they were doing like a summer movie preview and there's a lot of these you know a lot of these remakes the lion king aladdin and then there's a few sequels or you know part of a series and their their take on toy story 4 was sort of what is this even going to be because they closed it out so well with the third one and they were kind of right. like this is either going to be great or terrible because what's the point of it you know they were kind of like no one was asking for this we don't know why they made it you know that was their take on it so we'll see but I'm sure we'll be seeing it now that especially now that we've gone back and retraced through these these first three but yeah I I don't think I'm gonna ever be able to watch that one if it's that bad (laughs) of a cry so it was rough that's our that's our weekend yeah like yeah you you shouldn't Mm -hmm. um so I'll just be really I'll be really forceful about that like if you you know value your mental stability like just stay away from it totally go go do something fun what about you have you been outside enjoying the weather what are you doing it's been incredible yeah we um we had a big day of soccer yesterday and um Mm. yeah we're headed to the season gathering place today for sure oh nice we thought about that we may do a little 
Cinco de Mayo with some of our neighbors later, so it might be dependent on when and how that goes down. But that's right. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody! Totally. You celebrate. I know this is another. Speaking of holidays, you have to research. Uh, my husband, or my husband, my seven-year-old asked me this morning because I said, "Oh, we might have a little Cinco de Mayo party or something," and he said, "Well, what is that?" And I, I mean, I kind of knew, but wanted to make sure I told him the right thing, so did a quick little Google and. And I don't actually know how they celebrate in Mexico, but but I do know what it's about so maybe we'll just kick off this is a great point to kind of kick off our holiday maybe episode but yeah so it was and you may have found this out too when you're researching for Bowie but yeah so Cinco de Mayo is a Mexican holiday that celebrates their army's victory over France yeah um, I forget the exact battle but it was during the Franco-Mexican war so um, it's definitely Independence Day-esque I don't know if if um, Mexicans or Mexican-Americans actually would call it an independence day but it's definitely one of those like military marker Mm -hmm. kind of milestones similar to our fourth of july right right yes and it did say in the article it is way more widely celebrated in the u.s than in actually in mexico (laughs) so i think it's an american thing yeah and do you know um, well you know and i don't think it's totally unusual for immigrants to like bring something from uh their sort of country of origin and then and then kind of expand upon it in mm-hmm. a way that um that really gives them kind of something to rally around and my other touchstone for this or the, the reason why I say that is St. Patrick's Day so yep. if you've never been now Ireland for sure it's a little more of a thing right right Saint of Ireland but in the rest of for example the UK like they, they have nowhere near they, they don't care nearly as much about St. Patrick's Day as right we Americans do. And as, or maybe I should say classically, like everybody celebrates St. Patrick's Day, whether you're Irish or not, whether Mm -hmm. you're Catholic or not. It's one of those fun, wear green, dress up, have way too many beers holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, That is just not a thing. Like like the parades we have here and all of that. Uh, I grew up in the UK. And in fact, I remember taking um, my who at the time was my boyfriend turned into my husband back um, because St. Patrick's Day frequently falls over spring break, right? So we were on spring break from college. I was taking him back to uh, meet my parents, number one, and to drink because neither (laughs) one of us were 21 and the drinking age in in Europe is 18. So make no mistake about it. We were planning like a pub tour of the UK totally um, for spring break. And, um, but yes, but, uh, St. Patrick's Day was happening over that period. And I remember, like, I didn't think anything of it because, again, it was so normalized for me just growing up there. But he, like, n- made particular note of the fact that nobody was talking about it. Like, <laughs> it wasn't a thing. Like, in the bars, it wasn't a thing. On the streets, it wasn't a thing. And and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I guess that's right. That's very much an Americanized celebration mm-hmm. of what started as a traditional Catholic and Irish holiday, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I would imagine there's a long, long-winded way of saying I imagine it's pretty similar with Cinco de Mayo. Totally. And yeah. um, speaking of overly Americanized holidays, should we talk about Mother's Day? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Just kidding. I'm a cynic. I'm the I'm the grouch I'm the Grinch about this one. Um Are you really? Okay, I now am. you then you have to kick us off because okay. I'm I tell me what your perspective is on Mother's Day. Okay. Should we take a quick break and then hop into it? Oh well sure. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at the middle of everything podcast.com, on Instagram or Facebook at the middle of everything, and on Twitter at T M O E Podcast.
And if you like the show, don't forget to review us on iTunes. It helps. Thanks. Bye. Okay, we're back with uh, Claire and Sarah, the Mother's Day Grinch. Why don't you? Uh, <laughs> why don't you give us your perspective? Like, what? I, you're maybe the only person I've ever met who is overtly cynical about Mother's Day. Well, I mean, listen, it's not. <laughs> I don't hate it by any means, but you know, and I don't remember last year. It's funny when we do these podcasts; it's like it immediately goes out of my brain what we talked about because I had forgotten about Mother's Day Eve, and now I totally need to make that happen in the next weekend. Um, but I. And I probably said this before, and I just don't remember, but my mom passed away when I was in my 20s. So it's always been this sort of bittersweet, weird holiday for me. And to me, and and this is just, I, I would say for me across the board about a lot of these things, it just seems like a manufactured excuse to buy stuff. You know what I mean? I I don't need a present. I don't care if we go out to brunch. I'm just sort of like whatever, right? So the the other piece of this is one, I don't have a mom and that's depressing. Two, we live in town with my husband's family. So inevitably the whole thing ends up being a big day with my husband's mom and all that, which is great. I enjoy spending time with them, but it's like just a big reminder for me that it's not it's it's not what it is for other moms. You know what I mean? And it, it, and I feel like it's probably that way for a lot of people for different reasons, you know, whether you lost your mom, whether you've, you know, had another kind of a loss of a child or somebody else in your family that's important to you like that. I think there's a lot of these holidays that just, you know, sort of are a bummer for people. And and I'm not I'm not that down about it. I'm just, I just sort of don't care if that makes sense. Um, The other thing that's weird for me is that my birthday is right around the same time. Sometimes it falls on the same day. I think that happened a couple years ago. And so then I end up having this like weird bummer birthday that isn't really about me. I mean, not that everything has to be about me, but I mean, it's my birthday for the love of God. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I oh, just am. Sister, if your birthday <clears throat> falls on Mother's Day, you are have zero obligations to any other human. Right. But I do that. because like, all of my husband's family lives in town and I always have obligations to the them on holidays. Town, right. So we were actually talking about this for next weekend is we we've struggled all spring to find a good weekend to go camping because we either have stuff to do where the weather's been bad. I could tell my husband was kind of dancing around this weekend, like, well, maybe we could go. And I was like, look, that's great. I was like, I don't care if we, I, I'm just as happy to be out with you guys in nature, you know, whatever. Bring bring me some OJ and, you know, champagne for a mimosa Sunday morning. I'm fine. Like, <laughs> that can be, that can be portable. Amazing. Right? Amazing. So I, I said, I don't care, but it's your family that has the expectation that everyone's going to get together and everyone's going to go to brunch and everyone's going to do this. I was like, so you navigate that situation and let me know. So I don't know. I don't know that he's talked to anybody, but we may be doing that. You know, I don't, I don't know. And, and I, again, I'm not trying to be like a bummer about it. And I do think my mother-in-law listens to this sometimes. So sorry, luckily she's not easily offended, but uh, (laughs) real talk, real talk. Yeah, she knows you love her. And to your earlier point, like it's, it's just a day, right? Right. But I will tell you that you you are not I, I was poking at you earlier, you are clearly not alone. There are a lot of people who 
I think you hit the nail on the head exactly. Like whether it's Mother's Day specifically or holidays in general, like ho- like a, particularly a holiday where there's the absence of somebody, mm-hmm. whoever that person is, that that is a, an important part of that holiday. Um, it is is definitely not uh, a feel good aspect of of the whole situation, right? Mm-hmm. So you actually. Um, but but your earlier thought about the commercialization of it, well, let's just jump right in. Yeah, very you've, Jar- you've done the research very, here. Very Anna Jarvis of you to say that. So <laughs> who was Anna Jarvis, you might ask? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's kidding. dive in. Thanks. Yeah, let's do this. So Anna Jarvis was actually the person that was responsible for the first U.S. Mother's Day celebration. So I was fascinated to learn this. It really did kind of weirdly start as a, a little bit of a commercialized thing. So what happened was, and I'll get into why she wanted to do this, but her mother had passed away. She wanted to set up a day for people to just really honor the sacrifices that all mothers, you know, make for their children. And so she set about like putting on this event, but the problem with any event is that they cost money. And so she had partnered with a, um, a store, like a department store back in the mm-hmm. day when like there was old timey department stores. This is like in the early 1900s, I think. Uh-huh. And this, this department store helped her sponsor this day. And of course, what they found as through the sponsorship was that they saw a big spike in sales. And before you know it, like we're off to the races. Mm-hmm. So um, the intention was pure. It came from, from this uh, grieving daughter who wanted to, to celebrate and honor her mother and wanted other people to honor mothers too. For what it's worth, Anna Jarvis herself never actually became a mom. Like, she never got married, never had kids. So it was all about Interesting. her own mom. Um, and But but she equally, like, I think it was like 10 years later or something. So, well, so eventually this thing got so popular that um, it got signed. I think it was Woodrow Wilson. Let me fact check myself. Yeah, it was. President Woodrow Wilson officially signed the measure that um, established this, you know, Mother's okay. Day. Okay. Did you say the year? Or that Woodrow Wilson should tell uh, me if I knew my presidents, but. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think it was, it was 1914. Okay. So 1914 uh, is when the U.S. officially says like, yes, Mother's Day is a thing. It happens in May. This is going down. Um, not long after that, though, um, Anna really started to get her bad taste in her mouth about just the whole um, commercialization commercialization and industrialization of this holiday that she had conceived of with, and we'll get into kind of the history. She wasn't the first human to ever have the idea of celebrating mothers, but she had kind of aggregated this and decided like, let's make this into an event. Let's, let's really um, talk about it very openly. Um, And anyway, so she, it says by like the 1920s that she had become pretty grossed out by the whole thing Mm -hmm. just from a commercialization perspective. And then began to like, actively like denounce it <laughs> like like she turned on her own <laughs> I've holiday. created a monster exactly exactly which I mean I think so many of us can relate to in so many ways like whatever it is like this idea you have of when other people you know maybe get a hold of it or whatever um and it turns into something that you didn't intend right mm-hmm. and so that, that that's that's sort of the story of Anna Jarvis but yeah so um we're not the only country in the U.S. to celebrate Mother's Day and one thing I thought was really interesting, I've, I've already shared that I grew up in the UK, and I, I have heard this term Mothering Sunday, and oh. I always thought it, that was just like a term, kind of like there um, we would call Santa Claus Father Christmas. I just gotcha. thought it was like another weird, weirdsy, little weirdsy English thing to say that meant the same thing, but it actually doesn't. Oh. So um, the term Mothering Sunday um, well, well, do you want to guess? What Every weekend from? of my life. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it was, um, so it, it originated in the church. Okay. Um, and the term Mothering Sunday really meant it was, it, it, it was tied to Lent, which is why it was, it was a spring thing. Gotcha. And this goes, I mean, this goes back like hundreds of, hundreds of years, I think. Um, and the, the idea was you would go back to your mother church. So if ah. you had moved on, let's say moved to the big city, done whatever you were going to do on this Sunday, you returned home to mother church and, you know, I obviously would see people you grew up with or whatever, mm-hmm. but the idea, it, it was less about your actual mother and more about the church as your Interesting. Um, spiritual mother and going back to the church that you grew up in. So I thought that was really interesting. Fascinating. It is. It fascinating. But like all, um, you know, they they had the same idea as the Americans and were like, hmm, mother, hmm, Sunday, hmm, maybe we should celebrate <laughs> moms at this particular service. And so they started doing that too. Very Eventually it just kind of merged, even though they celebrate on a different day, which is on a personal level, highly confusing for me. I always miss British Mother's Day because it's earlier than American Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. By the way, so even if I set up a calendar reminder, like the cards wouldn't be in the stores or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I think it's usually in April. Yeah. So eventually though, like conceptually, it's effectively the same thing now. The way they celebrate is the same way we celebrate brunch, gotcha. flowers, spoiling mom. Totally. Well, and that's the other the other struggle I always have. I'm like, am I supposed to want to spend time with my kids today or not? <laughs> Which one is the point? Because you see some people that are like, no, I want to not wake up early. I want to go get a pedicure. I want to not do bedtime. I want to not do all these things that I'm responsible for as a mom. But then on the other side, I'm like, but should I want to spend time with my kids on Mother's Day? I don't know. I'm always confused and I don't understand what I'm supposed to do, Claire. Okay, so quick <laughs> recap on Mother's Day Eve. <laughs> That's the, when you do things without your kids. Exactly. Okay. Mother's Day Eve, which is invariably a Saturday, obvi, because mm-hmm. Mother's Day is a Sunday, and is invariably the day before Mother's Day. It's right there in the name, which means you get to sleep in. No, like you have no morning responsibilities. You don't mm-hmm. have to get up and cook anybody breakfast. So, so my philosophy on the whole thing is Mother's Day Eve is about getting my groove on, whatever that looks like for you. If that mm-hmm. means a date night with your hubby, if that means girls' night out, if that means sitting by yourself in a hotel room, getting massages and pedicures, like I like you do you, or hiking <laughs> in the mountains, like whatever your thing is, it's about you. It's not about your kids. It's not about your family necessarily. Like it's about you. And then you come home and you sleep and you wake up and you can be a little bit hungover and that's okay. Judgment-free zone. It's now Mother's Day um, where you get to chill all morning. And then like I always feel like if I've spent any time away from my kids, I come at them like I'm so hungry to be with them and like be around them that my feeling the the way it manifested for me is that like I wake up on Mother's Day I have my casual leisurely everyone spoils mom maybe we go to brunch whatever and then like absolutely like all afternoon like I want to be on hikes with them or playing board games with them or you know totally spending time with them and by the way like all of that gets to be more fun too because mom always gets to go first when it's the board game on Mother's Day. Or mom <laughs> always gets to, you know, pick where we go get ice cream or whatever the thing is. So that's kind of how we've internalized it. And Mother's Day Eve was a game changer for me when it was yeah. introduced uh, into my psyche by one of my girlfriends because I just think 
it, that is how I hit that balance that you were talking about. I had completely forgotten about this and I'm currently checking my calendar while we're talking to make sure I don't have anything that's going to hinder that evening for me now. Absolutely. No doubt. So another rando fact about Mother's Day, this this may or may not surprise you, but more phone calls are made on Mother's Day in America than any other day of the year. Really? Um, yep. That so sounds about Christmas, right. More than any other holiday, which again, yeah, that totally makes sense because mm-hmm. um, Mother's Day, I feel like is like a holiday that maybe you wouldn't necessarily travel for. Like if you were like, if you lived in a different state or city than your mom, I'm not sure you would go there in right. the same way that you would maybe like at Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that. But still, obviously, you're not like going to let Mother's Day pass. And right. you know, assuming your mother is alive and can have these conversations with you, you're probably going to pick up the phone yep. and call her. And, and grandma and, you know, because that's exactly. what it was always like, don't forget to call both grandmas and, you know, you kind of, there's a, there's yeah. a, a depending that's again a on little, what you've got in your family, but. Exactly. And that kind of gets a little heavy for me because I just, I do sort of feel like if like all of us have one mom or potentially two moms because life is amazing and now sure. we live in a world where people can have two moms. Or, you know, maybe you have a stepmom or whatever. But I just figure, like, if you take care of your own mom scenario, Mm -hmm. if everybody were to do that equally, like, and pull their, like, just for their one mom, Mm -hmm. then we would be good. Like, (laughs) I I wondered this because I often, especially when kids came into my life, because I'm I'm with you, like, growing up, we were always expected to, like, send grandma a card and call grandma and you know, a couple of those and then my mom and all of that stuff. And not that that's, this is some heavy burden and I'm for sure not complaining. We were very lucky to, to have them with us. But as I started to have kids and like, you know, got married and then I had mother-in-laws and grandmother-in-laws and stuff, it gets, it does get really it's overwhelming. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so I think like if as humans, we can just agree that if you call the person mom in, in whatever shape that looks like for your family, then celebrate them and then right. let everybody else off the hook. That's true. My, and there is an actual grandparents day. How it's like, it's in one exactly. August. I don't know. I used to always miss it. And all my grandparents have passed on at this point, but I always missed it. So I think I felt like I had to make up for it on mother's and father's day by calling maybe, them. Maybe in. that's it. Maybe that's what we're all <clears throat> subconsciously just trying to atone for, for that. But I just think like my, <laughs> like my grandmother has five children, for example, mm-hmm. like, and all of them are celebrating her. And I love her dearly and celebrate her every day. I celebrate her entire catalog, you guys. Like, <laughs> but adding that on to a day that's already busy, and I think that this maybe kind of gets to where you were going earlier, Sarah. It's like it, it can it can turn into a thing right. where you just are constantly, you know, where does it end at this point? I know a lot of women in my life who are mothers, a lot of whom I'm related to and a lo- all of whom. I love and respect. So like I could, you, you could know, spend all day nice, on the phone. <laughs> I feel like a nice Insta post about like mm-hmm. how much I love all the mothers in my life. Check. Gotcha. Right. Does that work? I agree. I think that covers okay. it. Just okay, make, perfect. just make sure they all see it. Yeah, I agree. Well, and you guys don't have either of your mothers in town. So you're actively participating in that. Let's call, let's send a card. Let's do all that stuff. True, or do you usually see do- them? No, we usually don't. In this case, my um, my mother in law is going to be up on Friday, the Friday before to mm-hmm. take the boys out, which I think is great. It's kind of a coincidence. Uh huh. Um, we didn't actually plan it to be around Mother's Day. It was just a good weekend for them. Mm-hmm. So that's nice because we'll just see her and celebrate her and give her gifts and all that kind of stuff. But um, generally speaking, it's 
while everyone's everyone not being here means that yes, you need to stop and make a call and send a card and be proactive about like, ordering all that stuff. It does also mean that the day itself is kind of free for our our family and school to kind of make a plan. Yeah. Learning without having to consider like the extended wider group. Totally. So and um like so I mentioned the UK, we're obviously not gonna get around the world in, you know, the twenty minutes. Thirty or minutes. We yeah. have left. <laughs> but we're but I do wanna um yes, just please. call out another couple other examples. So um in Thailand, for example, uh, Mother's Day is not celebrated in the spring. It's celebrated in August. And the reason they do that is because they um, they they have a queen. They have a monarchy. Okay. And they celebrate Mother's Day on their queen's birthday. I can I, I don't want to if, if you're Thai and you know more about why that is. I assume it changes. Yeah, that's my next question. Changes. Then, yeah, what, what yep. happens? Okay. The, the way I understand it is she, as the queen, is sort of like the mother-in-chief, I guess, mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of the country. And so when we, you celebrate her, you celebrate all mothers. That's that's the way I understand their take on the holiday. Cool. And then I also found, um, found out some information about um, in Ethiopia – it's part of a fall festival which again it's just it's really interesting because for me mother's day is so like there's something intrinsically spring about it right i don't i don't know i mean obviously that's just our culture and that's just how we've been brought up but there they celebrate in the fall and they have it's just part of um a local i don't know if it's if it's religiously based um often these holidays are but just part of a local um, feast that honors mother motherhood in general. So it's mul- it's a multi-day celebration that they have every August centered around the, I guess, the harvest. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting too. Everyone, you know, everywhere, everyone has mothers, everyone right. celebrates, but the way we do it is in just really unique and interesting ways. I like that. Very yeah. And I'll, we can send a link to my, my primary source for all of this is history.com because I'm that kind of nerd. I really, really <laughs> love this stuff, but um you know, there's a lot more out there and, and listeners can, can chime in if, if you're from another part of the world or have experienced Mother's Day in another part of the world or just know something about it. I would personally be fascinated to hear about it. So. Totally. So we can't talk about Mother's Day in America without acknowledging the fact that, I mean, it was really one of the first holidays with women at its center, right? Right, so, right. A lot of our holidays up until that point and even after that point, you know, focused on the accomplishments or the achievements of men. And while that is totally awesome and great, you know, I'm not a celebrate one over the other. I think we should celebrate one in addition to the other. Um <laughs> You know, Mother's Day is a little bit unique, right? It doesn't celebrate one particular woman. It celebrates women and mothers in general. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's kind of cool that, that this really kind of marked, as far as I could tell from everything I, I read, Mother's Day actually predated Father's Day. Um, and while, again, totally appropriate to celebrate fathers, I'm super down with it. We do it in our house. Right. For sure. I do think it's kind of cool that um, people acknowledged, um, and, re- and really it was, as I mentioned earlier, a, a, a woman-led movement to acknowledge other women and that there's something really cool about that right? that is yeah I like the way to think about it so maybe that'll yeah. th- all those little tidbits will help me overcome my general crankiness about <laughs> Mother's Day <laughs> I guess man I gotta give you a tip sister and it's uh, unsolicited advice but you gotta I love that you guys celebrate with your in-laws and all of that and I, that's really really special but you gotta carve out some 
thing that is just like for you and your True. family. Like you got to do that on Mother's Day. And, I think and so. Every holiday, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I that's think part of it is that I usually just fall to that. Like, I don't care. I don't really care about this holiday. It's fine. Do whatever. And then yeah, when, it, when I'm in the moment. Right. Yeah. Own, own the fact that you care and you should care. And it's okay that out of 365 days a year where you're mothering two small children who take a lot of time and energy, that mm-hmm. one day of that can be about what you want to do. And it can actually kind of be about nobody else. Right. And by the way, your husband should 100% celebrate his mom and go spend time with her and do whatever she wants to do. And if part of that includes a family celebration, great. But you, you can't be a passenger, man. You got to be the driver. I know it. You I know the it. Driver. True story. And, and on that note, uh, call Claire Combs. I know, right? <laughs> well, and I'm like, I'm like, no, seriously, what are you doing Saturday night? Because I want to come. No. <laughs> Oh, camping, so it oh okay like we okay be doing that well we might yeah we may be doing that too I just don't know uh totally when or yeah or where yet but if the weather stays nice that that very might well be our plan all right, all right well sister, does that cover it it does yeah. let's wrap up with a couple of little um announcement slash um requests so first of all please send us questions for a listener question episode we would love to uh hear what you guys you know, want to hear us talk about or just random questions you have for us. Um, we're looking forward to doing that episode soon. And don't forget that next week, as of when this comes out, to look for us on the Tulsa Talks podcast. That will be coming out, I believe, on May 15th. So check that out. And in the meantime, that's all I've got. Thanks, okay. Guys. Thanks for listening. Happy Mother's Day to all you mamas out there. Appreciate um, what you do, whether I, I know you personally or I don't know you. Mama ain't easy. So it's way to go. 100%. Guys. Thanks, guys.